Hi guys, thanks to this episode of the Keegan Times. On this episode, we have a sensational guest. We have Sean Harper. Sean Harper is a former NFL player who played with the Los Angeles Rams and the Indianapolis Colts in the NFL. Sean has now had an amazing and successful motivational speaking career and is also doing incredible volunteering and charity work as well. Welcome, Sean, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh man, thanks for having me. It's a blessing. Let's, uh, let's win. And I hope that my... Uh, or this podcast will be a blessing. So come on, let's go Thank with you. it. Thank you. All right. Um, tell me, how, how's it all been going over there? Yeah, uh, well, you know what? It's been going pretty good. Just trying to get acclimated, getting back to a new normal. And, and, and I think that that's kind of the challenge is that we're all, you know, everyone's expecting to get back to normal. But for all intents and purposes, there'll never be an, you know, the old normal. You know? So now... Let's get acclimated to the new normal and let's see uh, how we can win with it. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And how has the pandemic affected you personally and professionally since it's begun? Oh, well, professionally, you know, I remember when it happened a couple of years back, I probably within like three to four days, I lost 95% of all my speaking engagements. They all just vanished, like cancel, 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 cancel. And, you know, that was a huge blow. And uh, not only uh, to my actual well, psyche, because I love to invest in people, I love to speak, but financially, you know, it just all dried up overnight, seemingly. Uh, that was tough. And, um, and mentally, though, and the mental aspect has me even, even more, more concerned, even more worried. And what I mean by that is that, you know, being that, you know, you know, that, that, that drive and that ambition as Americans, you know, you know, you know, um, you know, you call it arrogance or cockiness, but you know, just Americans, you know, that has been shattered. It's been cracked. And I've done a number of engagements. I've done school assemblies and I've looked into the eyes of the youth and I'm quite concerned. Uh, that has been, uh, has been affected because they've been infected. And it's very painful, and it's and it's and it's not just COVID, but it's just you know all of the you know uh, the disruptions and the riots and the deaths and people are just it's just and then the and just the it's just sucking the uh, if I could use the word ambition and enthusiasm out of the souls of the youth, and that has really got me concerned. Wow, that's great insights. Um, what do you see there being a solution with that? Well, so I remember one. I remember once I was uh, quite recently. I was doing an actual school assembly, and you know, I come in under the uh, guides of being a motivational speaker. But midway through my speech, I had to stop almost, and I had to pivot, and I had to become an inspirational speaker. And there's a difference. You see, a motivational speaker, you can only motivate the motive. But to an inspirational speaker, you inspire like a spark to an engine. You have to restart that engine up. And that's where, I, that's where I'm moving towards now when it comes to our youth is to, uh, is to ignite that spark. Let's go. Let's win. It's in you. Greatness is in you. Purposes is in you. Destiny is in you. You got it. Let's go. It's a big difference. A different energy now has to go forth. 100%. And I can tell you're definitely big energy. Um, tell me, let's go back. Tell me about growing up. Um, I believe you grew up on the South Side in Columbus. Tell me about what yeah. life was like that 
And, you know, I suppose people around the world that, you know, would like to know, I guess, the insights of what it was like growing up, you know, that don't can't relate or can't see what it was actually like growing up there. Tons of adversity, tons of poverty. You know, I was hit from uh, just about m multiple angles. I'm probably the least likely person that you would, you know, imagine sitting here today. Uh, having, you know, documented with learning disabilities, I was, you know, I had struggles and uh, throughout educationally, one of six kids, my father left after an, a, an abusive relationship with the entire family. He physically abused us. And he left when I was about, about three and a half, four years of age, uh, leaving high school with a 1.62 accumulative GPA, stuttered my entire life, could not complete a sentence to uh, college. I was a subpar athlete, you know. I wasn't no honorable mention, all conference, you know, all world, none of that. I was just the bottom of the barrel. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the edited version, okay? I was kicked out of two schools for disciplinary issues, but I made a shift, you know. I made a shift because I started focusing on my dream, on my calling versus people's opinions. And that begin to germinate, the, the seed begin to germinate. And I was able to move past it, through it, and to my calling and purpose. And I'm still going to this very day. Yeah, it's incredible. And yeah, it's an inspiration. Um, I've obviously studied you and looked up your life, especially going um, into university or college, as you say, um, and, you know, getting drafted into the NFL. It's, it's purely inspirational how you actually got there. Can you talk to us about um, getting there and what that was like and obviously your ambition to do that? You know, it, it's it. Um, I remember one day being uh, after watching a, a football game and and, uh, you know, these guys are having, you know, nice conversations. And then, you know, I'm like, hey, you know. I want to play division one in NFL football and they're laughing. And then I'm at junior college and what I was, I just walked out of the room and I, and I said, you know what? I have a dream. I want to play. I don't know. I don't know where this dream is coming from, but it's in me, you know, and, um, that going it, I'm going to see it to fruition. I'm going to get it out of me. And I pulled out a sheet of paper and I wrote down three letters, NFL. And every day I woke up, I said, NFL, that's where I'm going. Every night before I went to sleep, I took one last peek. I said, NFL, that's where I'm going. And the same guys walked in, and um, uh, they began to laugh at my dream again, and I kind of kicked them out the room. And just locking into that purpose, locking into that destiny, locking into that seat. Now, here's where it gets crazy, okay? You, know, you can often count the number of seeds in an orange, but you can never count the number of oranges in the seed. You know, the seed is so powerful. But oftentimes the seed is for you or meant to pass through you, but it shouldn't be all about you. And so whether the dream is now that you're realizing it to be, you know, what you've been called in your purpose, or whether you're supposed to carry the dream and plant it in somebody else, and allow them to carry. This is how dreams transcend generations. Think about this for a second. Tiger Woods' father had a dream of being a great golfer. But the dream wasn't for Tiger. I mean, I'm sorry. The dream wasn't for his father. It was for Tiger. Wow. You know, Venus and Serena's father knew golf. I mean, knew how to play tennis. But the dream wasn't for him. It was meant to pass through him. And so we're, we are all carriers. We don't know if it's for this generation or for the next generation or the next generation. It's there.
Wow, that's yeah, that's really good insights, and I, I definitely agree with that. Um, all right, so you get drafted to the Los Angeles Rams. What was that like? And I guess the feeling of elation, you know, that you finally had got to your goal. You know what? I was excited, and 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 honestly, I was scared at the same time because excited because I made it. I, I, you know what? I can check it off the list. I was scared because I'm like, now what? You know, it's like, okay, what are you going to do next? Like, what's, what's your drive? What's your passion? What's your motivation now? Okay. And uh, I, I honestly, I got kind of lost for a while because I wasn't able to repurpose and re-guide and regenerate another focus. And that's very dangerous to reach your dream or to reach where you feel you're supposed to be. You always have to have something in front of you. But yeah, I was excited. I was nervous. I was scared. It was so fun. I met some of the greatest people ever playing for the National Football League. My uh, amazing teammates, guys that I still talk with every day, people that I have contact with. It's like a, you know, it's like a brotherhood, like a fraternity that very few people will ever be a member of. Wow, that's incredible. That's that's amazing. And what um what are some insights you can share about your days playing? Um, what are the key highlights or what are the moments that really, when you look back at it and reflect, that stand out for you that you can share? Well, hindsight, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, one of the lessons I've learned is is never take the moment for granted. Never take that time for granted understanding, understanding where you're at. This is a huge lesson uh, that I've learned is, you know, sports, whether, you, you know, you're overseas and you're playing football or soccer or whatever you want to call it, you know, or, 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 or tennis or rugby, you know, it, it's, it's, it's one reality and it's being seen and viewed in four, maybe five different perspectives. You have the fans, they have a perspective. You have the players, they have a perspective. You have the coach, he or she has a perspective. You have the owner, and they have a perspective, right? So in order to really win in the game of life, you have to have the perspective of the people that are in charge. Wow. Okay, because, and, and, and uh, when I played, there was a guy, uh, he's, he's, he's a legend. He was uh, named Jackie Slater. I think he played like 20 years professional football, 20 years at right tackle. He is a man, a man's man. But yeah, but he would come to practice every day with like a suit on, suit and tie. He was a sharp dresser. And I thought that was interesting because all the other athletes came in sweatsuits, you know, and what we had on last night, jeans or whatever. We just threw something together, Mitch Matt socks or whatever. Jackie had a suit on every day of practice. Yeah, I mean, he would bring a suit, collared shirt. Uh, sometimes a tie. I'm like, man, what is this? And one day he told me, he said, this is business and you have to have a business perspective. And I'm like, wow, having the perspective of the owner or the boss will allow you to play the game, whether sports or life for a very long time. Wow. That's great. That's, that's really incredible um, insights. Well, um, who's the best or, um, the best player, I guess, that you've seen or played with in your career? You know, uh, there, was a, there was a defensive tackle. He's, he's deceased. Uh, he was a big guy. His name was Chester McLaughlin. He, he, just, he, was just un, he just couldn't move the guy. He was unmovable. Uh, young in, in the game, there was a guy named uh, Reggie White who was amazing. Uh, 
from our team, fortunately for the Colts, there's a guy named Tony Saragusa, who's a monster in the middle, right? He was a big dude. But he was on my team, so I was happy. But I would hear <laughs> stories like, man, you know what? You better be glad you don't have to go up against Tony Saragusa. I'll say, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. And who, in your career, um, personally, professionally, and playing the NFL even today, who has helped guide you or who's those mentors or have you had mentors that have really, or coaches even, that have really taken you to those levels and the next levels in your life? So, you know, obviously it was, as I mentioned, Jackie Slater, a great guy. Uh, Chuck Knox, the coach, was a great coach. Uh, uh, Bruce Matthews with Houston. Uh, one of my friends, I just spoke to him yesterday, actually, Kip Vickers, you know, we had played – uh, yeah, it was, it, and and uh, these guys gave a lot of insight, a lot of correction, and a lot of direction. Ted Marcher brought up for the Indianapolis Colts. You know, oh yeah, definitely. Wow. And what's um what's your advice to the younger generation that look up to you, and obviously you're an inspiration to where you've come from? What advice would you give them? Wow. Um, live, give, and forgive. Okay, wow. live your life. Live your life to the fullest. Maximize every second, maximize every moment. But at the same time, you have to forgive. Number one, you got to forgive yourself because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to miss the mark. You can't get stuck in the past. You can't get stuck in past failures or setbacks because if you're, because if you're not careful, you know, uh, if you live in the past, you'll die in the present. That's number two. And number three is give. Give of yourself. Give of your time. Take what you have. Give it with joy and gratitude, and it moves from a sacrifice to a seed. And that's what's huge, that's what's needed. And uh, live your life, that's how, I, that's how I live my life. I, I give so much because it doesn't stay with you if it can't get through you. That's sensational advice. And what's, um, what's the best advice you've received? Love thyself, um, honor thyself, and honor God. Wow. That's, yeah, it's 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 honor. You know, it is it is foolish to think that we are like from the goo to the zoo to you. It's foolish to think that we're just a random. Uh, no, we have a divine calling and a divine purpose. You know, and it takes a lot of humility and to destroy your ego, to attack your ego and break it down, and submit to um, a God out there in the universe that has called you and has chosen you before the foundations of the world. And that switches you from greed to service. It switches you from profit to uh, just being a, a, a giver of your call and your purpose and your destiny. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Well, what motivates you, David? What inspires you, David? When you wake up now, what, 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 what motivates you? Love. Love. I try so much to be motivated by love. I try so much to give of myself. That's important. Being motivated by love. And yeah, that's it. I want to love. I want to love through my talent. I want to love through my work. I want to love through my giving. Wow. And what, um, what about your charity work and volunteering? That's, that's amazing uh, you yeah. do that. Tell me about that. So I'm 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 on a few boards. One board that I like to I love to talk about is the uh, is the is the King's Ransom Foundation. And what we do is that we uh, donate and we give and we serve 
uh, the poor and women in sex trafficking all over the world. We do this a lot behind the scenes. Every dime that comes in goes right back out. Uh, we have one corporate sponsor who pays all the bills. So everything that comes in goes right back out 100%. Very few charities can make that claim. Wow, that's wonderful service you're doing. And that's amazing work. Um, tell me, you went on Made, I believe, on MTV, Chef said. All the way back. That was like, yeah. man. Jesus, so long ago. Yeah, I was. I was a maid coach on MTV. I had an absolute blast doing that. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tell me, tell me about it. What was what was the highlight? You know, I was I was I was trying to help Jordan to become the prom prince, right? And uh, my job was to basically make him see who he was, make him realize that everything that's you know that you want to achieve has to come from you. It has to come from your self-concept. Who are you, victim or victor? And we got to switch that from being a victim to a victor. You know, victims tend to focus on what they're going through. Victors look to what and where they're going to, right? So we're going to make that switch within that internal clock, that internal switch into a victor. And then you will attract and then you will gravitate and then you will manifest everything that is in you and the calling and the purpose. And it happened to be the prom prince and we did it. Wow, incredible, incredible. And tell me, um, what about your family? Tell me about them. Like, tell me about your mom. Obviously, your mother's um, a huge inspiration, obviously, helped you. Tell me about that. Such, such, such an amazing cheerleader. My mom was an amazing cheerleader. She passed this past year, but, gosh, she was an absolute amazing cheerleader. She raised all six of us by herself in, in one house, one bathroom, and she just made it happen. It's just so abs she was just that rock, you know? Uh, it's just someone who always believed in you. And, and, and everyone has to have that. You know, everyone has to have that one person that says, you know what, I believe in you. People underestimate how important that is to have one or two people that, that, that aren't called to your destiny, they're called to you. Uh, and yeah, athletes have it. We call them groupies, right? <laughs> Entourages for millionaires and politicians, you know, but they're there and that's their job to believe in you, to believe in you. 100%. You've been down to Australia too, I believe. Excuse me? You've been to Australia, I believe. Yeah, I've been to Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaide, Australia. Oh, my God. Huh? How was that? What was that experience like? Awesome, man. It was awesome. I got like a couple of didgeridoos. I got a boomerang. Um, just tour the country. Very nice, pristine, open, clean. I had a blast. I, I, I just, it just really just, it's just a nice, honest, open people. I loved it. I absolutely adored that, that, that actual time there. Wow. And um, what are your hobbies and interests aside from obviously everything you do? What do you like to do in your downtime? Travel. I love to travel anywhere I can. I just like just to get up and just travel. I love music. I love good, good, good music. I love uh, just good old school music, 70s, 80s. Yes, Olivia Newton-John. Yes, men at work. Yes, I know. I know. You know, I got that. I just, man, I just, I just love good music. And, 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 uh, and of course, I'm a big guy. I'm a foodie. So, you know, I just like, I uh, love to find, you uh, exotic places and uh, off the beaten path, you know, anywhere in the country, sometimes outside the country. So, yeah. Cool. And if you were 18 again, and you could go back in time and change anything. If I was what now? If you were 18 again, 
and you could go back in time and you could change anything, what would you change? You know, I would... I would study more in college. I would network more in college because your network is your net worth nowadays. And I would have saved a lot more money to invest in companies like Yahoo and Microsoft because they were just not getting started. You know, right? Cisco, right? I would have really jumped into Amazon. Like, really? Amazon at one time was thinking like 16 cents. Like, yeah, I would have got, got some Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's great of us and great insights into what you would change. Um, Sean, thank you for coming on the podcast. I do appreciate it, mate. Um, you're amazing. You're an inspiration. Um, just thanks for sharing all your insights too. You know what? Thank you so much. And, and, and if there's anyone who would like to get in contact with me, I don't, uh, I have, you know, all kinds of social handles, but one I will share is uh, Sean Harper, S-H-A-W-N-H-A-R-P-E-R speaker. Uh, and that's on Instagram, great content. And if you go to seanharper.co, seanharper.co, I'll give you a free copy of my book. It's there. Just put your email address in there and you'll get a free copy, a digital copy. It's yours. Wow. I'm, I'm going to sign up and get one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate.